1: Even for dumb, casual football fans like Kevin and I, uh, sorry to speak for you, Kevin, uh, the name <laughs> sure. Lee Steinberg should be very familiar if you've been following the NFL or American sports in general as uh, a, a super agent, he might be referred to, also a philanthropist and author, and he's represented over 300 professional athletes in various sports. He's <laughs> This is a, an amazing stat. He's represented the number one overall pick in the NFL draft a record eight times, eight times the number one overall pick. So there is no better person to talk to about the draft, especially when trying to explain it to a couple of dumb guys like us, (laughs) uh, than uh, Lee Steinberg, who also is credited with being the real-life inspiration for the Jerry Maguire character in that uh, very popular movie. Lee Steinberg, thank you for being here on Welcome to the Bandwagon. So welcome to our bandwagon.
2: Well, thank you. I'm always one to hop on the bandwagon. Hey, there's our drop. Well, we got everything we need. Thanks for your time, <laughs> Lee. We'll see you next time.
1: <laughs> I mean, we've we formed the Kevin and I formed this podcast. Formed this podcast. We we we, we created this podcast based upon the fact that uh, we are relatively new Los Angeles Rams fans. When they moved back to Los Angeles, we did, in fact jump on that bandwagon from the standpoint of we we got a team back in L.A., uh, there was some excitement around it. Clearly, there are opportunities to jump on the bandwagon even further once the Rams win a freaking Super Bowl. Uh, didn't quite get there this past year, obviously, and so we're trying to kind of keep people uh, from from <laughs> jumping off, but they're welcome to jump back on. So we're going to talk to you a little bit more about uh, the Rams' prospects coming up this season. But thank you so much for joining us, especially at a time when there is, uh, you know, I was going to say, for people in your line of work, people who are agents, uh, your offseason is probably the regular season. But <laughs> this time of year is probably when the real work is
2: going down, right? Right. Well, I feel... Uh very honored to be on this podcast because I fell in love with football back in the 1950s when my father took us to the Coliseum to see the Rams play. And we had like the $1 seat. So you would need the uh, electron microscope to be able to see any of the features of the players. but uh, And then in 94, I led the committee to save the Rams. We fought really hard to try to keep them here. And we won the first vote with the league, and then they allowed Georgia to leave for $30 million. And in the ensuing years, worked really hard to try to bring a team back so I couldn't be Uh, more thrilled uh, than to have my childhood team back and a year ago winning the Super Bowl
3: yeah
2: excellent yeah Yeah, they
3: they do not have one dollar seats now at Sofa, I'll tell you that right now I was gonna say (laughs) put a few zeros after that one to get the nosebleeds Um, (laughs) yeah Yeah, well, that, that, I, I did note that, that the, the Save the Rams campaign, you know, I was a, I was a, a boy in, in 94 when when the Rams and the Raiders both left the same year. And I spent 20 years not having a team. And so it, it is very special. It was very cool to see that you had that, that uh, Rams story uh, attached with you. Um,
0: okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
3: You know, looking at the looking at the draft, we're we're two guys of Larry and I were just talking before you got on. We don't we're kind of your average fan. We sort of are paying attention to the draft a little bit, um, but don't know every name and every possibility that's available out there. But the Ram's earliest pick is the thirty seventh pick in this draft., uh, they haven't had a number one pick for seven years. Kind of an obvious question, but when you when you're not getting high draft picks like that, it's hard to it's hard to build something. Can you comment on that a little?
2: They have the exact opposite philosophy, that they're better off to wait until a player's matured and becomes a star and then plug and play into whatever their weaknesses are by trading for the Jalen Ramsey's of the world or for the quarterback. And so... That's a conscious decision It took them to the Super Bowl. Obviously, last year, everything that could go wrong did go wrong. Mm -hmm. But I don't anticipate that lasting very long because they have a strong uh, organization. But they have the opposite point of view, which is to... um, not value uh, top round draft picks quite as highly to feel like they can get value in, in the second through seventh round. And then when they need a, a, a key player, um, the, they'll go out and, and trade for them. So it's the diametrically opposed uh, uh, way to build a team, but it's been successful for them.
1: I think that's a a good strategy. It's just not always a big fan-friendly strategy because the fans like the big flashy pick right up top. And we've seen plenty of busts happen, so we know what the risks are in that case. Uh, A lot of fans and a lot of of pundits, I guess you would say, would say that the Rams gave up too much to get Stafford and make that trade. It got them to the Super Bowl, yes, but how does it... uh, Pretend for the future. Do you think they gave up too much
2: for that trade? I don't. Uh, The most uh, impactful player in professional football is a franchise quarterback. And without a franchise quarterback, a team can spend uh, eternity looking to fill that position. And When I say franchise, someone you can build around for 10 to 12 years, someone that you can win because of rather than with, and most importantly, someone who in critical situations in adversity, quarterbacks throwing a couple interceptions, the game's getting away, the crowd is booing. What does he do then? Can he compartmentalize, adopt a quiet mind, and elevate his level of play? Uh, to get a team to the Super Bowl. So when you look at Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes and Justin uh, Herbert and Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow and players like that, um, they can take a team to and through the Super Bowl and the Rams made the judgment, although the uh, he had a, a, a very good year, Jared Goff, uh, but they made the judgment that he wasn't going to take them to the next step. And so then where do you find the quarterback? Well, you can draft and then wait um, a couple years, but that's hit and miss. And they felt like with Matthew Shafford, they had a, a, a franchise quarterback. He just was stuck in a system that couldn't utilize his talent. So um, – if if you don't make the move now for that quarterback, when and it's going to be expensive. You'll watch the trading at the top of the first round this year, uh, so that uh, people can uh, get the Bryce Young or uh, Ohio State's quarterback, and you'll see what they give up, which is quite a lot. So um, nothing is too heavy a price as long as you don't give up your whole supporting cast, and they haven't.